0: Time is another thing that we value. And if we don't respect people's time, we are already losing traction.
1: ready to spend 15 minutes with the experts you admire need strategy sessions from thought leaders brought directly to your ears welcome to the sprocket talk 15-minute strategy podcast where every week george b thomas uncovers the challenges that sales marketing and service professionals face and of course the strategies to help them overcome their biggest hurdles so sit back and set your sights on growth with these bite-sized conversations filled with pure strategy gold Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast.
2: Sprocketeers, it's your boy George B. Thomas, and we are back with another episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast. And you know what? I'd like to say I'm excited, but I think I'm already deep in thought, which gets me excited. So I guess I am excited, but we are back with my buddy, my pal. Angus, before we jump into the deep end of the pool, and I mean the deep deep end of the pool with this episode yeah. why don't you remind the sprocketeers of who you are what you do and where you do it i am the director of development
0: for golden spiral marketing which is a b2b marketing agency focused on technology marketing for fintech health tech and cybersecurity. that's what i do where I do it is in Nashville, Tennessee. It is the it city. If you've never been, come on, come on, come on.
2: You can visit, but please do not stay. We've got enough people here right now. I love it. You can (laughs) visit, but you gotta go home, right? You can't stay here. Sprocketeers, today we're gonna dive into what I would say quickly spans business strategy, personal life strategy, And, and here's the thing. It's about the brand value that your company has that that your customers desperately need and want it to have so that they can feel comfortable and trust you and add on to that your own self-worth inside of that brand as well. So, Angus, so that we can jump into this conversation, what are the foundational pieces that the Sprocketeers, the viewers and listeners – need to understand as we kind of move forward into this conversation.
0: If you go back through history, from the core of our being, we have always exchanged one thing for another. There's always been an exchange of value. And the question that people ask is what is this worth? So it's from the caveman days where they used to like slay some little creature and skin it and take that fur and trade it for some clay pots. Like throughout history, there's been this barter exchange. And then during a certain period of time, we decided, well, what if we had some shells or what if we had these rocks or what if we had? Ooh, what's this? This is some kind of a gold. Ooh, this is some kind of a gem. And we placed a value on these items and then that became this exchange in this barter system. And so we've always had this element of value exchange. And so the question that we're always asking is, what's this worth? And so that's kind of the foundation element. And then as we've obviously progressed through all of the millennial, we've gotten to the place where, you know, now our goods and services all have an exchange. Our employment has an exchange and our brand has an exchange because people will only
2: invest themselves in the things they think are worth it. Why is it vitally important? Which, by the way, my mind is going 100 miles an hour. There's there's value and worth, and there's perceived value and worth. Mm -hmm. We'll probably end up unpacking that as we go forward here. But why is it vitally important for the potential customer to, in a minute understand the value and worth from your company and from you or the employees that surround or are in that company
0: well in that instant moment first of all you have to deliver a value statement right I always say x plus y equals z so it's it's I do x for y so they can z because in that instant moment they can say hey that's someone I want to engage with or hey that's a solution for me or I can refer you to somebody else. So that's number one, is you just have to have that instant understanding. Time is another thing that we value. And if we don't respect people's time, we are already losing traction. And then the third piece of that is, in the context of them understanding who you are in that immediate moment, has to be that your brand has some intersection of value in their life. You have to meet a need, a pain. You have to have a solution for a real felt, problem. And if you're not articulating that, you lose. We're so busy being biased by our technology or by our our creation or by our team that we don't actually talk about the problems oftentimes in our marketing and sales language. We talk about the benefits. We don't talk about the pain. And we can learn how to market using conversational language around that pain and that that problem, then people will take a moment and pause and say, huh?
2: I want to learn more so let's dive a little bit into that value statement when you say value statement it's here's who we are here's what we do here's who we do it for where should people make sure that that is like upfront apparent so people can actually visualize that and understand it
0: it's on the first page of your website it is at the footer of your email It is on your business card. It is something that becomes so ingrained in the culture of your company that people can instantaneously say it at the drop of a hat. You want this to be something that people are ingrained and entrenched, and more importantly, they own it as part of your company. And the more that you can echo that and that becomes congruent, the more that your customers will start to grow uh, congruency in it as well. And they will become the advocates of your brand because of the clarity of your
2: value. Mm, So, I love that. Clarity of your value. They become advocates. There's a little bit, I hear, affinity maybe even being built uh, here amongst this. So, you mentioned time also. When you're focused on, and you mentioned focused on the problems versus the benefits, how do you, tie those two together where you're having a conversation about the problem, but you're leaning into the fact that you're going to save them some type of time. And is there a type of time or a way that you've seen companies talk about saving time that is more effective one way or the other? I don't know specifically that I have an example
0: of that to say, hey, here you go, George. This is, this is exactly what I'm talking about. But I think we all have a perceived understanding of what that means. If I have a, a, a moment of time to know that there's a solution, then I have immediate call to action. What do I do? Where do I go? How do I get this started? That kind of buyer's journey is a critical component. And the more that you know the value that you're bringing and what you're worth as a company, then the easier it is for your customer to say, that's a value that I'm willing to exchange my time or give my email or exchange other data points, which we often freely give like, oh, well, here's my phone number, knowing, dang it, Somebody's going to call me, but I want this thing so bad, I'm willing to get that phone call. Or I'm going to give you my budget for next year. I don't know if I want to give that budget, but I know the moment I do, you're going to insert me into some segment. Like these are the things that we have to understand that as the customer is exchanging these pieces of information for us, the better that more clear and more value we can offer, making it worthwhile for our customer, the more open and candid. And transparent they'll be with you and so there's this element of trust building and all those other things that we we've talked about before and that's all part of the buyers journey which starts with what are we giving here what are we delivering here
2: here's here's the thing I want to I'm gonna just dive in we're talking thus far at the beginning of this 15-minute strategy podcast on the external the customer and them immediately understanding the value of the company I think there's fundamentally a problem in the digital space. Maybe it's just the business space really. And that is that we focus so much on that and there's this problem of, but the people inside the company don't understand Mm -hmm. what we're worth. If you look at a business as a building, it's, it's some servers, it's a website, it's some chairs. It's so like, you know, it, it, that's a business. The people inside it, if they don't understand the value of the business, if they don't understand the, the solution to the problems that we're supposed to be talking about versus mm-hmm. the benefits, how do we crush that? How do we fix it? How do companies build a self-worth mm-hmm. in their employees, a, a value understanding of who they are as a company, and if they do that? So it's how and if. What does that translate to the customer? I am so
0: glad you asked this question. This is like my favorite secret sauce. So from leadership, there has to be an an essence of self-awareness and emotional intelligence to understand the culture that they are creating the people that they are surrounding themselves with. Because who you are is what you attract. And as leaders, oftentimes, if we're leading with insecurity, if we're leading by power and control, then we will attract people who also do the same. And unfortunately, can end up plays of manipulation and plays of coercion and plays of things that aren't congruent with a culture that is effective and healthy and whole. And so if you start at the top, a company has to offer value to its employees first. We wanna push our employee engagement, we wanna do employee retainment, we wanna do all these elements to you know, counter this competitive market we're in. However, we do it through ways that we think that we can just give them you know, a raise or we can just give them you know, some more benefits again. But what we don't do is we don't give them a cause, we don't give them a
2: why,
1: we don't give them a reason. Enjoying this podcast? Make sure you show the love. Go to Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button and leave a review. Help us become the strongest strategy podcast on the internet. Get access to hidden episodes and bonus content. Head over to sprockettalk.com forward slash strategy.
0: And so part of this as a leader is to create something that people are moving towards. Number two is giving them ownership, especially a millennial generation that they get say in the matter. And then a third piece is you go beyond just those benefits and those salaries and the income to show that you care? What does that look like? Is it moments in their life where you can intersect during times of crisis and say, we care, we get it, we understand, how can we help? Are there times when you can check people, and I'm going to get really deep, check people into rehab, get them counseling, marriage counseling, help them with child care? Like, what are those components of building a culture that we care about people first, because that will translate into how we articulate ourselves and the energy that we bring to the customers that we serve. You're now your culture becomes a marketing tool because people know that you are worth what you say you are. So the leadership of component of it is so critical. And here's the beauty of it. It becomes contagious. And when people know that their value and their worth, that they belong, that they have ownership, they start feeling better about themselves and their self worth rises and how and now, especially in the marketing world, if it, as I said before, we attract what we are, what we also do is we also articulate or, or we evoke, we, we speak the energy of, of our presence will also emanate that same sense of worth. And now if we are content, then we start to attract people who like get it, But if we're insecure, if we're, you know, full of anxiety, we actually push and propel people away both internally as a company and for our customers. And we don't understand the nuance that the way that we write our copy, the way we write, whether it's marketing or sales or the way we get on sales call, the energy that we bring to those conversations is palpable. Like there's a sense, there's a tangibility to And the more that we can equip our employees with a sense of value and worth and then equip our companies with that same sense of value and worth the more that our customers will want to be a part of our brand and be the advocates for all that we do
2: sprocketeers viewers listeners Mm -hmm. i hope you rewind that section i'll tell you my brain pulled out caring over cash Mm -hmm. relationships over revenue because Mm -hmm. the cash the revenue will come you said equip. When you equip them, when you, yeah. when you get humans to feel great about themselves and they yeah. start to just shine that on to the rest of the world, i.e. your potential customers, It just becomes an an easier conversation, an easier journey. Man, that is some good stuff. Please rewind that section. Angus, you said something a little bit ago. I don't want to lose this. You said something about an acronym. So explain the acronym to the Sprocketeers viewers and listeners and kind of how they can easily remember this and start to implement this throughout their business and their employees. So worth, I actually have created into an acronym and I'll go for it real
0: quick and then I'll unpack it for you. Worth is W is the who. Who are you serving and being very clear on your avatar or your persona? And we'll impact that in a second. O is the opportunity. What is the opportunity you're presenting? You're not just giving a product. You're not just giving a, a service. You're giving them an opportunity. How are you articulating that opportunity? R is your relationship. What is the relationship you're creating internally and externally? And then T, what is the thinking that you're putting in? What's that strategy? What's the way that you're perceiving and approaching? And then H. What's the heart behind what you do? What's that cause? And so, to unpack that a little bit more, that who you know building a persona again is not about necessarily a demographic. It's not necessarily about you know that location and all those uh, other elements as much as it's more of a psychographic. Like how are you impacting and and intersecting with your brand or, or with your product or service in a way that people can connect with the the feelings, the fears, and the pains? That's that emotional context. So you have to find a specific person in a specific role. If you're a B2B, you want to say, Hey, what is the CEO faced with their Q2 earning? They're faced with, you know, they're hiring. They're faced with their leadership. They're faced with their messaging. Like they have a different need than someone who might be a VP of marketing where they're very acute on something very different. And at the same time have more complexity. What are you articulating to the very person who has a very felt need for your solution? And then number two, the opportunity. That is what you are presenting to your customer. Like not phrasing like I have a widget. I have a service. I have a, no, no. How do you frame that? How do you position that? How do you differentiate that to be bigger, better, and more? To be more special, to be more unique, to be more powerful. The opportunity is what you want to present. Is like, if you work with us, this is what you get. If you work with us, this is what you can expect. The opportunity is what you're talking about. Not the benefits. It's like, what is this going to do for you, relationship? The more you develop relationship with your team and with your company and with your customer, the more that you can see that that is a priority, that you're not just getting through a sales cycle just to make the sale, but what happens after that sale? How are you investing and cultivating and nurturing and building community and building advocacy and building the evangelistic team of people who have had an incredible experience with your company? is your thinking. In that thinking, it's like how are we approaching this in a way that's logical, in a way that that makes sense. So your thinking is a big component because in that thinking, it's about the mindset, it's about your belief, your energy, and your impact and owning your space. It's this philosophy that you bring and seeing a paradox about how you interact with your brand because it's not about you and yet it's all about you. It's about you know one of these things where you have to die to your aspirations as a company and more like live to give to your customer like these are different kinds of thinking that you bring to the table where innovation is about breaking and learning and growing innovation isn't um, something that's necessarily in the cost factor as much as it's an investment factor you have to think about these very different and then what about execution like how are you approaching, like getting things out into the market and testing? Like we wanna build everything and then ship it. No, no, no. What if you can bring some of your customers in and give them ownership and help them with your beta, help them with your creation and your innovations and your concepts and actually listening to the, the needs of your customer? And then the last piece is your heart. Oh man, this is the biggest piece. You see, cause at the end of the day, the hero of this story is not your company it's not your solution. It's not even your team. The real hero is your customer. And your challenge is not to be the Luke Skywalker of the story. Your goal is to be Yoda. How can you guide them? How can you bring out the best in them? How can you bring your solution in such a way that makes impact in their lives? And furthermore, like, is your customer service a marketing tool? Are you constantly seeking to help? Because the heart behind that, Is what people are looking for because you have to be human be a brand worth loving be a brand worth caring be a brand that knows its worth so it's worth engaging and what i always say is that when your worth creates your work that's the point it's not the other way around you've got to let your worth come first and when you put the worth into your work you make the work worth doing
2: Mm, Sprocketeers, I feel like we just went to church. I don't know about you, but that was absolutely amazing. I wish this was the 35-minute strategy podcast. We're going to have to take this to a second episode because I have a ton more questions on this topic of worth and value. But Angus, just so we can close out this episode, if people want to connect with you, where do you want to send them?
0: Hey, come and check me out. Anything on social is at Angus Nelson. And if you want to find out about our strategies and what we do in our company, you can go to goldenspiralmarketing.com.
2: And Sprocketeers, here's the thing. With this episode, I want to leave you with this, and that is worth and value. It's something that you should focus in on. It's something that you should pay attention to internally and externally. And of course, you're going to wait for the next episode or binge the next episode where we're going to talk about this more, but we'll be here waiting for you in the next episode.
1: Did you enjoy this episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, we'd love to know. Leave a rating and written review wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And keep that learning going by visiting sprockettalk.com. Sign up for your free membership. And in that membership area, you can find bundled episodes where we combine like strategies to help you grow better, make the world better, and share this episode with your friends and coworkers who may be battling the same obstacle. You can always reach out to George B. Thomas on Twitter with questions or guest suggestions or just to talk about your favorite Marvel superhero. Now go out into the world and leverage this strategy for your success. And we'll see you in the next episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast.